You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Ken Barkley, and you. So uh, Jalen Brunson ruled out for the Knicks Pelicans game tonight at the Garden. Do we have like an updated market on that game? I'm guessing it's probably yeah, back up now. I have it. Do you want to guess what it is? Uh, seven. Right now it's six in a bunch of places, but it could be it on should the move be like, still. It should be like nine, I think. Well, uh, who's who's the guy? Who's the wrestler that says I'm afraid I've got some bad news? Who says that? <laughs> Wade, Wade Barrett. <laughs> okay, so I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh, we mentioned this in the first hour of the show. What's the game where there's a mania and the number can't be high enough? This is it. This is the game. Yes, 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 yes. But this is it. I I give you this. So the Knicks tonight will be playing. So yeah. Brunson's out for tonight. Ruled yeah. out. So that Hard means that Deuce, Mc, Deuce McBride and Harden signs out. So the Knicks tonight, but the rotation is going to be as follows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deuce McBride will start a point guard, I'm sure. Uh, Josh Hart, DiVincenzo, Precious Achua, Jericho Sims. Then it'll be Bogdanovich and Burks, and maybe that's it off the bench. And all these guys have been run into the ground by Thibs, and it's the second half of a back-to-back. They're right. going to get nuked tonight. Yeah, you're 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 saying you're the mania right now. No, you're stop the it. I was saying this you three hours it. ago. Now I'm getting I got screwed by the Brunson injury. You're yeah, like you're you're saying all the reasons why it's going to get bet out and bet out and there's no way they can lose and they're going to get railroaded. How could, how could they, how could they ever win? How could they ever do it? That's what's driving this market. A second night of a back-to-back and they almost lost to Detroit last night. Well, what, well, what, is, what do you think it should be? If Bronson doesn't play. Bronson's out. What would you I don't make? deal in shoulds with games like this. This is a mania and I want to play against it. There are no shoulds. But where, well, at what point do you think we've reached mania status here? 
7.39 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> At what point Game did like, what, what, but like what, what's, what's the number where like you're like, we have reached a mania here? Well, I mean, it was, uh, it opened two and a half. So we're going to be six or more. But the two and a half was also kind of like built in that the Pelicans might not have some guys also, right? And then McCollum yeah. was just ruled Zion. out. Yeah, Zion. But Zion's uh, going to play. And and McCollum, McCollum is ruled out. I just want to point this out because I think I think this is still true. Uh, I think the Pelicans don't have any point guards at the moment. Oh, because Alvarado's like, suspended, not, right? Yeah, I think he, I, is. That's my question. Is he still he's still suspended, right? I don't I don't know. He is out. I have him as out tonight. <laughs> so, uh, and if McCollum's not going to play, so so think about this for a second. Oh my God, how can the Knicks be competitive? Well, they're going to be a six point home dog against a team with no point guards. Like a pretty good place to start. Oh man, I I'm because I feel mania. like you we you can't like I'm so I can't explain enough how happy I am that you took this approach with this game because it's your team and you follow them and like you know them so well. You are illustrating the point perfectly. Like but you I are illustrating. It it's you. This. I got screwed, but I I got screwed by all this. I was going to bet the Pelicans if everyone no. played in the game. You're not going to get. You're not getting screwed. We are we are going to be granted a remarkable betting up. Just went so to I'm six and a half the for the first time. You're so betting the, bet Knicks the Knicks to win at seven thirty nine. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah. God! And you're going to get more than two to one on it. Yeah. To win a home game against right. a team with no point guards. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, well, who do do they actually have no point guards? Like who's like who's going to well, be playing like the point? Like Zion is a point out. forward. Well, like yeah, Zion will initiate the offense. Will be my guess. Let me see what they did in their in their last game. Just like who played for them. So they lost to the Bulls. They, they yeah. lost two straight games. So like not great. Um, all right. So they they played the Bulls, and this was like in Chicago. Like they they you can't lose to the Bulls in these spots. Um, yeah, they didn't start a point guard. Like Jordan Hawkins is not a point guard. Yeah, they don't have a point guard. They have none. The starting lineup in the last game was Trey Murphy, Valanciunas, Herb Jones, who Brandon Ingram and Zion. And to report it's worth, Zion had 11 assists, but they don't have a traditional point guard on the team right now. I think this is the Mania game. All right. I think this well, is it. I'll join you. I'll, be, I'll, bet, I'll bet my favorite team tonight. What did, uh, what did the Magic open? Nine and a half, it looks like, or ten? I, I thought it was a little less than that, but I, I didn't look until this morning. I just I just, uh, I just brought up the odds board. Uh, Bankero's out. Some, some, eight, some eight and a half, some tens, some nine and a halfs. Bancaro out again. He had played, I think, every game this season until a couple of games. And that was missed two and, straight. Uh, yep. And now that number crashing against uh, Kevin Ollie. So what it's worth, the the Nets did look like the uh, like the seventy two win Bulls last night against the Grizzlies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like they they looked great. Of co- of course they can keep this game very competitive. Of course they can do that with Bancaro out. Let's drive that price down a lot. This is we got it's mania fever over here on the NBA board tonight. There's some really interesting what stuff did, going on. What did um what did Celtics Sixers open at? Twelve or twelve and a half, I think. Yeah, so Philly's getting bet a little bit. I kind of agree with that, but I'd almost like Philly to keep getting bet, and then I'd want to bet Boston. But I don't think we're ever going to get there. I think that's a pass for me. Yeah, I don't think I have a strong opinion on that game, uh, especially at like this kind of a number. Seems right. Like the Celtics should be about this against a team like that. It's just it's so hard to picture the Sixers being competitive in games like that. Um, but the number is moving in their direction. I, I that game didn't strike me as as something as interesting. I <laughs> I'll be curious because so in the uh, 
in a couple of these NBA situations, the Hawks Raptors one that we talked about on Friday, there was this initial surge toward the team that is healthier, New Orleans tonight. But then there is that buyback. You, there's, there usually is a resi- in the NBA at least. There's usually this resistance point. That's what we're seeing. We're like, all right, like six, six and a half, seven. Okay, like somebody will step in and bet the Knicks. And I think it happened. Like the six and a halfs are all gone, and now it looks like six is where we're going to be in this game. So we were two and a half when we didn't know if Zion was going to play or McCollum. The Knicks surprisingly rule out Brunson. Zion's playing six from two and a half on the road. I. I feel like they're punting the game, like the Knicks are punting, which doesn't mean okay. they're going to like try and lose. That's not the insinuation. I uh, I hope that the perception in the market is that they're punting, if that a team is punting a game because it will make the market go crazy. That's my that's my hope. When do the starting lineups? But I don't have to not be for right. A while, by the, right? Way. the Pelicans could win by nine hundred points. I'm just saying, like we, I made it a point that we need to do a better job of 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 pointing out games like this where something interesting is happening. Uh, I, just as I say that, Circa just went to seven. But isn't that more for like for stuff where it's like, okay, I don't agree kind of with the reason behind it. Like this you can agree with, I think. No. The Knicks have no players. Wouldn't, wouldn't I agree that the Kings should be seven and a half at home against DeLon Wright? Like, I mean, I just... <laughs> Or that the or that the Niners should be nine and a half on the road against uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson or whoever the hell yeah, started for the fair. Browns. Yeah, that's fair. Right? That's fair. It, it's it's supposed to make it's sense. Fair. That's yeah. you like you can you should you're, you're, of course the numbers. This is one of those things. Of course the numbers getting bet out. How are they going to win? Because if there was a good reason they were going to win, guess what wouldn't be happening? Wouldn't be moving out like this. <laughs> wouldn't be happening. Um, really interesting stuff. We didn't even do the Kentucky game, which was what I was going to do. As like, do what it. the hell's Let's going on it. here? I have to tell you, Kentucky. I'm like, I'm so, I'm, I'm so into all of this, I can't even put it into words. <laughs> By the way, I, I don't bring up these things like I know what's going to happen in the game. My point is, on Friday of last week, I had this like thing, like, look, I, I follow this stuff for a while. These games with these like injury mania market moves like get really crazy. And the dog seems to win a little bit more than you'd expect, or is competitive a little bit more than you'd expect, because everyone gets too wrapped up in the player that's out and not enough in like the quality of the team anyway. And we did this in the first part of the show too. The Heat last night were a really good example of that. Seven and a half point dog against the Kings, who are like the worst defensive team in the league. And uh, the Kings lose, they just lose the game outright badly too. And okay, like let's make more of an effort going forward to at least talk about games that fit this description. If you want to bet them, don't want to bet them. It's actually, they're fun to follow whether you bet on them or not, honestly, because now you at least know like what you're looking for. Like, oh, like what if you, like if you check your scores later tonight, you saw the Knicks won. That's pretty interesting now, knowing like how we've talked about this game or that they were more competitive than the market expected. Kentucky, Mississippi State. I don't think this is like this is like in a weird this is a weird like first cousin of this philosophy because it's not this. None of this is driven by injuries. I'm going to do I'm going to think about driven by Jeep every time I do that now because you always say that Uh, Mississippi State hosting Kentucky seven o'clock Eastern Mississippi State opened one and a half. They've won how many games in a row? Five. Uh, they've only lost once in conference play at home, and they've beaten like all of the titans of the SEC at home for to, for the most part. Beat Auburn, beat Tennessee. Uh, Kentucky is like the ultimate hot, cold zigzag. You don't know what you're going to get. Hundred and whatever against Alabama on Saturday. Lost to LSU on the road before that as a big favorite. And and Kentucky's ranked, so it'll look weird when you look at the odds. Mississippi State has now gotten bet out. So you think like Kentucky off like a hundred plus point effort, a blowout win, hot team. 
Uh, Mississippi State was one and a half. Now they're four and a half <laughs> against Kentucky at home. I don't, this isn't the same because there's not an injury. There's not like a, a weird thing driving this like the Knicks game where it's like, well, it has to happen. This is this is just a weird, funny market. This is just, I don't even know how to describe this. It's just uh, extreme skepticism about Kentucky in this situation, I guess. There could also be an injury that we don't know about, which I'll also couch this with because it's a college basketball game. Maybe there's something. I feel like we know, like we, and this is, I, I'm not trying to like, like puff ourselves up here we know enough right. people that like we would this is not like you know like a like a big sky basketball here like this is like, a K- like, like kentucky mississippi oh State. tyler wrote it in the chat trey mitchell's out again for kentucky i saw that on the injury report also he's like he's been out so that's this is not a new piece of information i uh i don't have a good explanation for what's happening with mississippi state like i i i don't know like i people saw it seems I, like i'm gonna guess like bullishness and suck I'm going to guess bullishness in guess. Mississippi state. Yeah. And like, maybe like Kentucky off that performance. Can't, and, can't, well, like they're I, not scoring one seventeen again. Well, rather, rather than off that performance, I would say like the last time we saw Kentucky on the road was miserable. The six and a half point favorite against LSU. And they lost the game out. Right? Now right. they're on the road yep. against, against a team. That's really good. That's one five in a row. Like, let's bet that team out. Then they don't defend at all. Well, well I was going to say the, the difference is Kentucky was Kentucky was minus five and a half in that game against yeah. LSU. Now they might be plus five and a half in this game. So that's that's not the same thing because like I don't know what's driving I know we it's anyone who understands anything knows why the Pelicans are getting bad <laughs> like and like that one's easy but you're like they one. suck though yeah. like it's a fair yeah you know it's 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 fair this is uh that's the mania game I don't know what the hell Kentucky Mississippi State is it's uh it's interesting I don't know what to make of it. I don't know whether betting Kentucky is a good idea in any of these situations. I still haven't watched college basketball a lot this year. So maybe, I don't know. Well, can I toss something out there on this game specifically? Like, so there are times where you get like a game like this, and this is not like an injury game. It's just people are betting an opinion, right? Where you feel like one team's going to like beat the other team, whatever. With Kentucky, it's, are they going to make their threes or not, basically, right? Dictates whether this game's going to be close. And how do you know that until the game starts? It's just, is it just well they made all of them on Saturday, so now like they can't it can't possibly happen again. Like why not? Why can't it happen again? I uh, I wish I knew a little bit more about what was driving a lot of interest in this game. Uh, it's it's really interesting. It's interesting to see a team off the kind of game that Kentucky played, you know, against a good team for sure. Mississippi State. Someone like DM us. Team, just getting like someone that knows DM ten really hard. <laughs> My DMs yeah, are closed. Uh, DM you have to be can. following me to do that. You can't DM me. Actually, you literally can't. So that's part of where that is. Uh, update on the Pelicans Knicks game, by the way, because it was just going all over the place. We're back to like six with a couple six and a halves. So we got to seven in a couple places, and those got snapped up right away. So we had our resistance point uh, so far of where that game's going to settle. Really, uh, there are interesting games tonight in the NBA in a lot of ways. That is now the most interesting game, just because it's got the market that's going the craziest. So I would try like uh, you know, is it like a live? If you like the Pelicans, do you have to wait to see how it starts because the game. If they, I I feel like this might the be like the quarter, Knicks, they might play clear, well. The yeah, first quarter they might the play great. Might Look play who they're well. playing against. Yeah. So. I I wonder if this is just like they get down by eight and Thibs like th- like they're th- I think they might be punting the game. Right. Like they can't keep, I agree. They can't go I agree on that's like what's this. driving this market. I agree with you in terms of that's what's driving this, that perception, because it's a smart opinion. I, 
Like, it's unsustainable. Like, what the, they almost lost to Detroit last night. That's not because right. Detroit's good. It's because they're gassed. And Tyler brings up a good point. Like, it wasn't just that we reached a resistance point where people bet the Knicks just to bet the Knicks. We also had, like, CJ McCollum get ruled out around the same time. So there was this weird push and pull with the injuries in terms of what's happening. Um, yeah, I got to be honest. In the NBA, you get a playoff team as, like, a multi-possession home dog against a team that's not that much better than them. Like, as a team quality standpoint, that's going to look pretty interesting. It is interesting. I'm so glad that you reacted that way because, like, that reaction tells me, like, I need to have my antenna up for an opportunity, even if I'm... God, I, 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 why couldn't I just bet Pelicans minus two and a half like I wanted to? It's very annoying. Coming up next, we'll get some now. golf bets with our friend Ryan Noonan. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. All right, we will uh, get back to tonight's slate in the NBA, college hoops, and the National Hockey League. Coming up 20 minutes from now, all our bets for tonight. Uh, telling Ryan Noonan, who will join us in a second. I love this. Everyone's like, oh, this time of year sucks in sports. Like, really? I don't know. I think this is, like, kind of the best. Like, the next, like, three, four months are sick. Yeah, it's like, great. This period, now the NCAA good. tournament, and the weather's yeah. getting better, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, yeah. NFL yes. draft, Masters, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then, and my daughter is going to be born, and I'm going to say, "See ya, later, right. suckers." <laughs> a long vacation for Nick Costas. We'll see. Uh, all right, so our bets are coming up in 20 minutes. I can't wait to roll through the entire slate, try to identify some bets for tonight. I'm going to tell you, this son of a bitch, Ken Barkley, man, I was all set to take the Pelicans, right. and now we're going to end up with the I Knicks. Think we're right. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna. Well, I, I don't know if they're gonna right. cover. I think we're right. You're gonna drag me. You're gonna drag me kicking and screaming to this bet. I well, think wait till I, I wait till I lay it. Orlando at the last minute when it goes to like five and a half. Wait till I do that. Yeah. I I don't I don't dislike that at all. Also, like I want to talk about the Mavericks. I want to talk about the Mavericks Cavs game also because I like I kind of want to bet Dallas, but also I feel like they might get uh, real rude. I don't. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that game too. We'll do a, we'll do a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, we got a, we got a lot still to do on the show. But joining us right now is this is this tournament the cognizant. The Cognizant Classic. It used to be the Honda Classic. Classic. So now yeah. we've moved to it from a, a well-recognized car dealer to an adjective. Yeah. Um, and this is, <laughs> it's in the Palm Beaches. Is this Palm Beach, Florida or Palm Beach somewhere else? <laughs> As if there's more than one in the Palm Beaches. <laughs> but there, there's definitely multiple Palm Beaches. There's definitely multiple. There's a Palm Beach, what California for sure. Where, where is this tournament, Ryan? And then I'll introduce you. Yeah, we're we're in Palm Beach. Uh, it's we're in Florida. It's the start of the Florida swing. So yeah, we are we're in we're in Florida here. So yeah, this is let why you ask outsource. You we're talking. We're talking be before we started. How important outsourcing stuff is. So yeah, you got to outsource. Well, let, let me ask you guys: What do Nick Costos and the Cognizant Classic have in common this weekend? Both going to be in Palm, Palm Beach, Beach suckers. Like, yeah, I'll be out of here. Get, get, get me out of here. So maybe I'll stop by and check it out, or my yeah. wife will divorce me if I do. So, yeah, I'll be following it on my phone. Yeah. Yes, I'll, yes, I'll be cognizant of my incoming divorce papers. Uh, joining us right now to talk the Cognizant Classic, maybe some NFL draft as well, is our buddy Ryan Noonan from 4 for 4, Bets Burts, and the Move the Line podcast. And this year, the, our friends over at Move the Line, which is Ryan and Connor Allen, they'll be joined by Scott Smith and our, and our buddy Vegas Refund, who just had a, a son. Congratulations to VR. Uh, I don't know his last Any name but off the top of my head. But, refund but Luke. Junior? Yeah. Yeah, Refund VR Junior. Um, congratulations yeah. to Luke, Vegas Refund on his son. Um, so he'll be on the show as well. Move the line doing a weekly NFL draft show. Ryan is on Twitter at Ryan Noonan. What's going on, brother? How are you? 
Good to see you guys. Uh, I'm excited for you, Nick. I mean, you go down to Palm Beach, and obviously you had a lot of stuff coming up. So, you know, you need to get the vacations in while you can. Uh, I think, you know, Ken, uh, I believe, is a dad as well. I can attest that, like, vacations in the next uh, decade or so are few and far between, uh, at least no, in terms of uh, no, I'm not doing kids. this. No, no. Okay. Well, no, I'm just, I will I'm still just, go on just... vacation. Yeah. I'm bugging you know, the It's just a – well, it's not – we don't call it vacation. We have these neighbors who uh, – they have three kids – and we we had this talk with them a year ago and they go, you know, it's not vacation anymore because like when you're with your kids like it's and they're young, it's that's not what it is. Even if even if you get on a plane and go somewhere else, they go, it's uh, we call it memory making because that's like mm. uh, that's actually like what happens. And it's not because not a vacation. It's not. You can call it a vacation. Speaking of speaking plane. of outsourcing, can I outsource like my kid to somebody while I go on vacation? <laughs> yes. then? Can yes. that happen? Yes. Many people do like their parents. Right. Yeah. yeah it's like exactly. Yeah, if, you siblings, still right? call, <laughs> if you want to still call if you want to still call it a vacation, you need you need to do that. I'm actually I'm going yeah. I'm, I'm a dad. I'm going on a, a guy's golf trip to Orlando in a couple of weeks, too. So, like, you got to build these things in. You know, you got to pay the piper on the front end, maybe with the wife or, you know, you book a couple of massages pre post. Whatever you need to do to kind of manage the home life, super important. But yeah, I, I, I agree. You got to find time to to step away, especially when you're having to grind six sports like twelve months a year that you guys do. I, I don't even know how you do it. Right. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for our uh, AL Rookie of the Year preview too, coming up uh, later this week. We'll do that. It's funny because you're like, we're going to Orlando, and my first thought is like, all oh, right, what's the magic at right now? Down to six in a couple places against the against Kevin Ollie and the Nets tonight. Keep on, keep on dropping. It's good. Ryan, I, I'm afraid if I ask you about NFL draft, we're going to like literally go until the segment's over about the NFL draft. So let like, let's pay off the golf first, just to like make sure, sure we actually do it. Um, tell us interesting stuff about the Cognizant classic Rory, a big favorite or like an overwhelming favorite from a price standpoint, had a ton of crazy winners on the PGA tour so far this year. Um, tell us some interesting stuff about what this week might, in, might entail. Well, this is another spot historically that has brought, us crazy winners uh so like i think the easy thing in golf too because this just happens right like we have sponsors come and go this is pga national uh is the course name i think that makes it a little bit easier it's a it's an interesting course we get a lot of birdie fests uh pga national is not that you i guess the drinking game that you could play while you watch this event would be how many times they say bear trap uh because there is a very difficult stretch 15, 16, 17, uh, named after uh, Jack, who was prominent, in both the original design and the redesign. Uh, bear trap. Very difficult. Yeah, like just shot bear trap. Uh, and it plays under par. Guys, uh, typically, I think like everyone in the field last year had at least a bogey on the bear trap. It's a very difficult stretch that makes for some fun golf. So for me, pretty, pretty light pre-tournament without rights and stuff, because I think it's a pretty volatile tournament. So if you are watching on the weekend, there are some probably – advantageous live spots that you'll be able to pick off uh, just because there's a ton of volatility. Florida is known for water. There's a lot of water on this course. Uh, the wind, because you could be exposed here in Palm Beach in terms of, you know, that changes the dynamic of crosswinds and all that stuff. So uh, more water balls and water water balls and damage from the water that comes on this course more than, more than any other. So, yeah, I mean, Rory at the top, these guys are getting ready for these, this Florida swing with API next week, Arnold Palmer, very popular event, have a big field, players the week after. Uh, and then you kind of get into Innisbrook heading into Augusta. So, I mean, look, do you want to shoot 7-1 pre-tournament? I feel like at some point you're going to get a longer number if Rory is of interest to you. He gets off to a slow start in round one. Uh, just in general, hasn't come here often, hasn't fared fairly well. So for me, typically jumping at the top of the board from an outright standpoint is tricky. Like to jump down into this uh this next tier or so when you kind of make most of our hay in that like 30 to 60 range in the outright market so i have a couple pre-tournament guys 
but some finishing position bets that I think make a ton of sense too. Um, just like for people that are watching this tournament this weekend, if it's raining, I don't want you to be like, oh man, this sucks for my bets. I want you to be like, oh man, this sucks for Nick. You better yeah. you bet with Nick and Ken getting golf bets for the weekend with our friend Ryan Noonan. Ryan, yeah. what are some of those bets that you like for this tournament? Yeah, I made a couple outrights uh, in on Keith Mitchell, uh, Kashmir Keith, who's actually playing pretty well uh, in uh, on the West Coast. A guy always has nice sweaters, Ken. Like he's just, you know, he dresses up to the nines. It's a great nickname. Uh, when, when Kashmir Keith plays well in the West Coast, that's encouraging. He doesn't typically do that. This is a guy, you know, he's a Georgia Bulldog. You get a lot of these SEC guys that play – uh, really well down here. And what we have in golf is like grass splits are very prominent in terms of like what you grow up in playing on. And we have Bermuda grass down here in Florida. Uh, and these guys typically have played well versus like you get this bumpy POA uh, out West, you get some of the bent in the Northeast and then, you know, Midwest uh, guys that are proficient on Florida Bermuda. Uh, and Killer Keith here is one of those guys. 35 is still out there, I think, in the outright market. I think I got a 45. You can get plus 110 for him to finish uh, inside the uh, top 30 here, which I think is a really nice number. Also jumped in on Daniel Berger. Berger didn't play last year, and I think some of the risk is tied into that number here. They were 50s on Berger early on Monday morning. You're still getting plus money on Berger in the finishing position market too. I jumped on Berger on DraftKings plus 115 to T30. Last two times he's played here, T4, uh, and he's typically around, I would say, 20, 25 to 1 in the outright market here. Now at like 50 or even 40, some of the risk baked in here, I think, is being accounted for. Look, he played pretty well last time out. He was there at Waste Management in Phoenix, I think top 30 there, played okay in some other spots. So like, I just think he's rounding into form, and this is a spot where he really you know, went to Florida State, plays really well in Bermuda, and I think we're you know some risk involved uh, that is mitigated based off of the price. Uh, and then last is Adam Svensson, uh, Canuck, who is a uh, ball-striking savant. Tita Green is really nice, not really long, uh, but likes this course. Dominated here almost a decade ago in Q School when he's trying to earn his card. Uh, but also has played really well here the last couple of years. T9 here last year. Really struggled to putt on the West Coast. Lost strokes putting in all four events but has always gained strokes putting on these Bermuda greens every time that he's been here. So I took a 55 in the outright market and um, you can get on rivers plus 100 for Svensson to T40. I think he's going to be in the mix this week. We'll do uh we'll do NFL draft in a second. Maybe any other interesting bet that you like. I know some really good kind of a sell there on some of the guys that you like. Svensson was a guy I bet a lot last year. I remember Kashmir Keith. Yeah. So these are all guys that maybe we're looking at any other bets, players that we should be aware of here. Maybe one other guy that you like, uh, then maybe we'll do a little bit on the NFL draft. Yeah. Eric Cole is going to be pretty, I would say popular. And I think his, his outright number has been depressed. Uh, this is kind of where he came out last year. Uh, lost, you know, late in that playoff to Chris Kirk. Uh, both those guys have really nice numbers and T30 numbers. And again, like, it's kind of how I like to do it. Like I like to sprinkle, you know, the outright market, but it's really tough. You, know, you can get guys right around, you know, plus 100, plus 110 in the finishing position market. If you shop around Cole minus 110 to T30, I don't mind laying that here. Chris Kirk, same thing, uh, plus 115 to do the same thing. And the, part of it's not just like the course history because course history is not super sticky at this event. Just looking at, you know, we have a tool on BetSports Golf, uh, the rabbit hole, which uh, you can basically do anything to customize, chop up PGA Tour data. Uh, and all the things that I think matter here this week, success on less than driver courses, because this place forces you to take driver out of your hand a lot because of the water. 
uh, long approach shots, approach shots from like the 150 to 200 range, looking at guys that just have had sex success on uh, Florida courses. That's kind of why these guys are populating here. Uh, so Cole and, and Kirk in the finishing position market, I think are pretty good values too. All right. So there's uh, some good stuff on the Cognizant coming up this weekend in Palm Beach. Ryan, let's talk some NFL draft. Uh, what are you thinking right now about a little less than two months away? Yeah, it's so, you know, we're pre-combine, we're pre-free agency. It makes it so hard to really dial in on even team needs. But I think that that's probably the best exercise at this point in terms of trying to think of formulating a betting card for the draft, thinking about positional uh, numbers, because I think that that's really key right now. We have a lot of uh, offensive linemen. We got a lot of wide receivers here. Are we going to get that fifth quarterback in here. Uh, so starting to you know read the tea leaves on some of those things, I think are super important. I think we're going to get some guys that will show out here at the combine that will get understanding of, and look, hey, Fandle's got some some combine props that pop today, which I think is uh, something that we could do some homework on over the next couple of days, which would be interesting. They've pushed back most of the events to the weekend. So you can, we had a little bit of uh, runway to do some of the work there. But uh, I, you know, I think right now, we're two months out. We have this every year. If you've bet on the draft at all, there's just this overwhelming like group thinking consensus. Like right now it's like, all right, we have a, a cluster of offensive linemen, but everyone, every mock that you have, it's Joe Alt suddenly is the top offensive lineman off the board. I don't know that that's going to be the case, uh, but I definitely don't think it's something that we should be betting into consensus where you could see some of these guys, like there's the uh, offensive lineman from, uh, from Georgia Mims, who I think could like, if he tests and runs, like this guy's kind of a like size speed freak. JC Latham from Alabama, also kind of freakishly talented and could play swing positions, could play left or right, uh, could move into guard. And I think early on, like we saw that with like Peter Skronsky last year with the Titans, that like versatility, I think helps quite a bit. So I think just not necessarily going out of your way to not bet on the perception of the top of the board, but I think there are some avenues to explore. Like Rivers, you could bet first offensive lineman off the board. Mims is like 30 to 1. I think that that's worth a sprinkle at this time of year where like he could get into a spot where he's definitely in the mix. Um, so I think also thinking of, hey, we all think that it is uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. at the top. I think it probably is too. I mean, maybe you're getting a little too cute thinking elsewhere, but maybe you, know, you start to see some people that maybe have Roma Duze, who's maybe above uh, Malik Neighbors. So I think just trying to be pliable not really getting take lock in mid-late February on these draft prospects, I think is probably the best advice, more so than any pick that I can give you, is don't have take lock on a player, player team matchups, or even team needs. That stuff is so pliable at this time of year. We really need to see who gets franchise tagged, who gets signed in free agency, and some other trades that can happen. Ryan, we appreciate it, brother. Good job on the show, as always. Uh, the Move the Line podcast, 4 for 4 and BetSports on Twitter at Ryan Noonan. Good luck with the bets coming up this weekend. Pray for sunshine, please, and we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you guys. Our pal Ryan Noonan joining us here on You Better You Bet. I like take lock. Yeah, you don't get take lock. Well, you know lock? Let me tell you. That's like lock, like lock jaw. There's take lock. Yeah, take lock. We'd be like... Like what? Uh, what do you, what do you like in the first round? Now you got take lock. Yeah, get How much money to yell bear trap at uh, Jack Nicholas? Bear trap. What would, um, like what would what is the best thing to yell? Is it do you yell like if he's on if he's at the bear trap teeing off? Do you yell bear trap or like don't get trapped? I'd be like, what's the trap? <laughs> or you could do the Akbar. It's a trap. It's a trap. I'm like, watch your feet. Golden Bear. 
my, my favorite from the other day we shared that clip it's like you just cracked up when it goes like you got this jack <laughs> you got it <laughs> like you got this jack to like like you got 90 this. year old jack nicholas yeah just stick it to within like five feet you got this jack <laughs> jackie no yeah like do you realize like yeah. does he um does he always do the opening, like the ceremonial tee shot at the Masters? Because this is like what I'm most looking forward to yeah. about the Masters is this. Yeah, as long as he's like physically able, he'll definitely do it this year. <laughs> like, I, how much of your own money would you pay for someone to do it this year? A pretty good amount after NFL awards. A little flush right now. <laughs> Spend some money. <laughs> be awesome. All right, coming up next, we'll roll through the NBA, the NHL, the college hoops card for tonight and give you all our bets. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we'll get to all our bets for tonight in a second. But first, some thank yous to wrap up the terrific Football Tuesday edition of You Better You Bet. We had two great guests on the show today. We appreciate both of them. Our pal Nick Ferdell, Odyssey Sports NBA insider. A great debut for Nick Ferdell, who apparently is hashtag one of us. I think he really enjoys betting. Maybe not on the NBA. But otherwise, uh, great to welcome Nick Ferdell to the Odyssey family and our friend Ryan Noonan giving us bets for the Cognizant coming up this weekend in Palm Beach, which is golf. Uh, our executive producer is the returning Alex Fasano. Our technical director is the returning Tyler Morales. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan, and our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown, Mike Brown. Coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza known to you and yours, of course, as BetMGM tonight. Anything, uh, Ken, before we drop the dope-ass beat and get to bets for tonight? No, I think we uh, we save a bunch of space for the for the bets. I mean, we spent a large portion of the first part of the hour just uh, just kind of kind of going back and forth on what we're going to do with some of these games where we've had crazy market movement. We can I can update some of those markets. We can go through some of our bets. I'll just say this, um, and I only see this now because I have ESPN on my TV here in my office. And in the bottom of the screen, they are promoting. It is the I didn't even realize this that sh- that show Shogun on FX, like set in feudal oh, Japan, yeah. Yeah. is uh, debuting tonight, apparently. Ooh. I will I probably not watch it tonight, because I'll be watching watching the games all night, yeah. but at some point, like, yeah, tomorrow maybe, like, before the show, maybe? Watch it. Ooh, yeah, I, yeah, watch I don't really do stuff. I don't really, like, do stuff before the show, the show dark, ever. It's tough if the, I don't, I don't watch, like, serious stuff before the show ever. I'll have the TV on while I'm, like, working on stuff, or if I'm upstairs, like, having lunch, I'll throw something on, or, like, a movie I've seen before a bunch like a comedy or something, but yeah, like a show that like very dramatic also. Yeah. It's tough to watch earlier in the day, but I, I remember I saw the trailer for that. I mean, FX's track record with dramas is they bat a very, very high percentage. I mean, they, uh, they're, they're usually really good. And this is, this one's right up your alley, obviously. I'll, I'll, yeah, I think we got to check it out at some point. And I would just urge people last thing here, and then we'll drop the dope ass beat. People need to watch Tokyo Vice on HBO, Max, whatever. It's so good, and I know that it's like it is right up my alley. The show right. is great, and I want it to come back for another season because it's really great. All right, let's get to the bets for tonight, which means it's time for our pal Jake the Snake to kindly drop the dope ass beat. Once a day, you, meaning you, the person listening and watching, you can play the the free BetMGM Fast Break. The BetMGM Fast Break for a chance to win daily prizes. You play as the point guard, and you choose to either pass to Kevin Garnett, Jalen Rose, or take it in yourself for a dunk. If you score, you win a prize. Details can be found on BetMGM.com, so download the BetMGM app and start winning with the king of sportsbooks. Okay, 
Why don't we we'll divvy this up by sport? Where do you want to start? Yeah. What's going to take the most amount of time here? You want to start with the thing that's going to take the most? That's probably the NBA. Yeah, because I think we should, like, let's clear the thing that's going to take the most amount of time first. Sure. I totally understand. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first and set the stage here with the Knicks game. Yeah, I uh, I didn't think I was going to have, like, any bets tonight in the NBA. There was only one thing that I kind of liked, and uh, that's not true anymore. So that'll be really fun. Um, had some of these crazy injury moves uh, and, like, like, sort of on a team that's playing well or for a specific reason a player is out. Uh, and we have talked about these spots. I'm going to play on a few of them. Uh, sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. So these are not like auto wins. We have not cracked the code of sports betting. But uh, if you get a team that usually plays at a certain level at a much more advantageous number because of an injury, that has proven to be really effective a lot historically. Um, and we had another example last night. Uh, I bet Miami against Carolina kind of for that reason they got bet against because uh, they are on this losing streak. Anyway, there are some bets tonight in the NBA that I think fit that description. Uh, an incredible market for Pelicans Knicks where McCollum's not going to play, but more importantly, Jalen Brunson's out. Knicks for second night of a back-to-back. And if, as Nick has pointed out, has been run into the ground. Uh, and the Pelicans on the road with no point guard are out to six and a half in that game. Uh, I'll play the Knicks plus the points, and I'll play them on the money line to win the game. And then another spot that's been created because of an injury, Bancaro is not going to play for the Magic tonight against the like suddenly okay Brooklyn Nets. And that market has crashed a little bit. You can get the Magic at six or six and a half against Brooklyn. Uh, I will also bet the over in that game because it's moved like six points. And now the teams basically just have to barely eclipse 100 points to go over. So how about Magic and the over? Knicks and them to win. And then I was this was the one I was going to play anyway. Uh, I am going to play Portland tonight. Home seven and a half against the team that just won with DeLon Wright against the Kings. Uh, the Heat are getting players back from suspension. Uh, Butler and then uh, Nikola Jokic's evil twin, Nikola Jovic. Uh, we'll play tonight for Miami. And so it's like, oh, well, like now the reinforcements, like maybe Rozier's going to play. Now, now finally they can get up to this like higher standard that they've set. Uh, and the market's out to seven and a half on the road, second night of a back-to-back. I'll play Portland in that game as well. And I'll play a little bit on Portland to win. So didn't think it was going to be busy. And now it's going to be really busy. So to recap the bets. Uh, Magic in the over, Knicks and the money line, uh, Blazers in the money line. You know, the good teams. Yeah. Do I have to, like, I, I the bet can lose, and you know, I will never, like, it's never like, oh, man, Ken cost me this bet. That's not, you yeah. know, that's not what it is ever. Do I need to bet the Knicks? I bet Miami night? last night. I, yeah, I will do it. a terrible it. team. Yeah. I will, I will do it. Do we have to bet the Knicks tonight as a show, like, in solidarity? No, you, know, you, don't, you don't have to do anything. You can bet, bet whatever you want. You like the Pelicans in the game. Well, not like at this price now, I guess. Like, I wanted to bet them in, like, a regular game state. Okay. I can't make the decision for you, buddy. It's up to you. All right. I'm going to lay Milwaukee against Charlotte. Well, let's get the well, easy one out of the way. Here's Bucks yeah. by 75. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I, I feel like I feel like a lot. I've seen a lot of people, like, doing content, like, love the Hornets tonight to cover. Um, oh, I'll up. go the other way here. And I'll, I'll lay Milwaukee. I love the Bucks, right? I like Charlotte, too, but I'll lay Milwaukee. And I think that last night's game was much more about the Knicks being completely gassed than it was, like, this great effort by the Detroit Pistons. They're whining, bitching, and moaning after the game about the call. Yet the call was bad. Also, like, the NBA screwed the Knicks out of a win against the Rockets. A bad call. Also, like, enough. Stop whining. Grow up. Uh, I think they get railroaded tonight by the Bulls. 
I know it's a huge number, and like the Bulls are not, should the Bulls be double digits against anyone? Yes, the Pistons. On the second half of a back-to-back for the Pistons. I'll lay the Bulls. I'll lay 10.5 with Chicago. I'll lay 14.5 with Milwaukee. I don't know if I'm going to bet the Knicks or not yet. I, I So th- yeah. just those two for me Up right you. now. Um, Again, like, you, you, you don't have to you... bet this stuff. Games to follow. Just think about it this way. Like, games that have a crazy market involving an injury or something else going on. It's a fun game to follow throughout the night. You don't have to bet. Nobody has to bet their hard-earned money on it if they don't want to. I'm just, I'm pointing out the things, and I'm telling you that I'm going to bet it. And you guys, everybody can do what they want. Uh, NHL. Oh, man. Good luck. Uh, I, like, I like a lot. Uh, this, this was the sport I thought I was going to like a lot. I... I like the lightning a little bit, but I don't like the price. I I just I I can't like like one thirty on the road. Connectney's uh, not going to play again for the Flyers tonight, which apparently has been a huge deal, which is kind of unfortunate for me. Um, I like the lightning a little bit. Things I do actually really like: Vegas rematch game with Toronto. They literally like ran Aiden Hill out of the building in the first period the last time they played. Maple Leafs are home from like the most successful road trip they've had all season, and they're a big favorite. This has been a really bad situation to play the Maple Leafs in uh, all year and the last five years and you get the knights like plus 140 uh like that price a lot on them uh, a couple other things that i like tonight i like the canucks a lot people think the penguins are kind of like back because they beat the flyers we'll see what they do with the trade deadline vancouver like a season altering win uh in their last game overtime against boston now home only minus 150 one of the best home teams in the league uh i like them a lot and then like kind of want to pull the trigger on this not quite sure uh I think I really like the Flames tonight, which is unfortunate because I, I I bought the Kings thinking they were going to be a thing, and I just think I was wrong, and I think they're not a thing. And I think I think that the Kings are in a brutal fatigue spot tonight, and they're like even money on the road. I, I actually kind of like Calgary. I don't know if I can bet it because it's like I'm betting two sides of the same thing. So kind of like Calgary and Tampa actually playing Vegas and Vancouver. I like the Vegas thought. I'm in with you on Vegas. Vegas I'm in on. In the same vein, do we have to bet Ottawa on the road at Nashville? Like a really similar setup. Nashville just swept a road trip and they're coming home now. And only yeah. minus one forty five against Ottawa. Yeah. Maybe. Uh I'll play um I'll play Ottawa also. I'll play Vegas. And I'll play the Sabres at a huge price on the road at the Panthers. I know Florida's awesome. Also, like I'm getting like plus one eighty with my bet. Sabres have won three straight games. I think they're finally starting to reach the potential. Maybe we had Liam McHugh on before the season. He had the Sabres. This is like surprise yeah. playoff run team. I'm not saying like that they're not in the play. Exactly. Just that maybe they're starting to kind of like reach that potential a little bit. And uh, Lekkonen's in goal tonight. Who I think is there. Has been the better goalie over the balance of the season. So give me the Sabres plus one eighty on the road at the Panthers. Uh, I'll go first in college hoops tonight. BYU plus eight on the road at Kansas. We've talked about that throughout the show. And I'm going to play. Kentucky's five now. I'll I'll definitely play Kentucky. I'll play Kentucky plus five at Mississippi State. You're going to play Cincy? (laughs) You said Cincy earlier in the show. You got to play Cincy. Uh, Yes. Yes. I'll play Cincy. Yeah. I'll play Cincy plus 13 and a half at Houston. The market for Kentucky Mississippi State kind of reminds me of the AFC Championship game. <laughs> it's like, oh, like all this sharp action coming in. And then we're going to be like, what the hell was that? What was that? Ah, this, this seems kind of nuts. I'm uh, I'm all for, like, you know, Ken Palm, Torvik, Evan Maya, like all these projections. 
I'm not the market doesn't have to match the projections. There's opinion and injuries and fatigue and situational stuff like that can get bet into it, too. Just like, okay, but now that it's like three and a half points different, like I have a friend that still makes numbers the way that I do them. He made this game Mississippi State by one and a half. That was the opener. Five. All right. I wasn't going to bet any college basketball tonight. I'll take Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky uh, in six minutes when it's five everywhere. I'll take Kentucky. I'm like, I just want to reiterate one last time that I'm a little upset about what happened to the Pelicans Knicks market today. I feel like a bet was why taken. You, from you're, me. Why would you be upset? Why would you be upset that we're about to win money? Why would you be upset about that? I don't, I don't know right, if you were going to win money before. And now I think you're, right, you're going to win money. All right. I'll bet the Knicks. I was right. I'm in with you. By the way, we got we got out to two to one. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) This is gonna be. I uh, I could lose all these bets. I uh, I don't. I I probably uh, I probably put out an air of extreme confidence. Just to reiterate, like these are these are individual sporting events. Please gamble responsibly. (laughs) No, but like, but having to trust like, but having to trust like the Pelicans like to blow out like like they they they're not good. Heat, heat on All the right. road, second night of a back-to-back. They got to win by double digits, basically. They have to All do right. that. All right, uh, Ken, I'll talk to you and our audience. We'll talk to you as well tomorrow on a wonderful football Wednesday. Until then, I'm Nick Costos wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Uh, time for me to put in about 700 wagers. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.